Welcome to the Tarot Readers Academy TV and podcast, the place to be to get the tools, tips, techniques, and building blocks to level up your tarot reading practice, heart-centered business, and spiritual journey. I'm Anthony Dawn. I'm a full-time card slinger, business coach, author, and the headmistress of the tarotreadersacademy.com. And to top it all off, I'm also your host for this TV series and podcast. Hi, tarot babes and badasses. It is Anthony, and we are here at the TRA TV and podcast, and I have got one of my good friends, I can say that, I'm pretty sure I can say that, um, who I have been working with for, oh no, like nearly five years we've known each other. Um, and this person is so authentic, so beautiful, so kind, and has um, agreed to come on and talk about something that I feel is very, very important considering what has been happening in our community for a while. Before we get to the titillating topic, um, I want to introduce you to Andrew Barker, who is this lovely tarot angel. I really feel like that is just what you are, gorgeous. I mean, you're very, you're everything else, but you're also a tarot angel. Um, Andrew is here to talk about authenticity and authentically connecting with angels. And that word angel has gone through a big old shake up in our community. Andrew, welcome and tell us a little bit about how you found angels and your tarot practice. Hi. Um, so yeah, um, I found, I think I found angels probably Oh, wow. I don't even know how long it's been. Probably, actually, nope, it has been, it was um, seven years ago when I found angels. And I actually found them through the Long Island medium. That hair, honey, she got hair for days. I freaking love her. And she's pretty much the only one that I really believe in, like on TV. Like I will watch everything. Like I'm there for it. And she was talking about um, in her first book how every time you see 444, that's an angel number. And that there are always extra angels around you when you see it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then I started seeing that number all the time, like all the time. It didn't matter where I was, I was always seeing it. And even though I didn't know what I was doing, I would always picture myself in white light anytime I saw that, that number. And so then 444 opened the door for 1111, you know, 888-555-111. And that's how I found Doreen Virtue. And up until that point, I had dabbled with tarot and dabbled with witchcraft like every rebellious, rebellious teenager wants to do. And, and I, was, I was like, I liked it, but then I would get scared and then go back to the church. And then I had this push and pull kind of thing that happened because then my mom would tear me and then I'd go back and then I'd be like, I don't like this. And then I, <laughs> it was like a yo-yo effect. And I think when I found Dorian Virtue, I was like, wait, this is tarot cards and angels. Like, what is, what is this? What is this? <laughs> and so my first purchase, um, uh, it was the Archangel Power Tarot and I still have it, my very first deck and um, the Everything Catholicism book because I was going to a Catholic church at the time just because I was curious. 
and the book did not last <laughs> for me personally but um the tarot cards as soon as i drew my first card i was going through a breakup and the card came up and i remember the card it was the two of gabriel which is the two of wands and um in that card there are two men holding hands on a beach and it's um in the additional meanings in the guidebook it said gay relationships and i was like the first card i drew i was like mm -hmm. okay and then that's what kind of sent me along the way of reading for friends and family. And then a very special person bought me her certified intro card reader course and I went at it. <laughs> you went at it. Here's the thing about, um, well, first of all, because we know each other quite well, I know that you also have this, uh, you came from a place where religion was very, very, in your space like for me growing up it wasn't but for you it absolutely was and one of the things that i um that i feel doreen was able to do in her time when she wasn't um not now but in the past she was able to bridge the gap for a lot of people and allow a lot of people to find a connection with more mysticism and more magic and with cartomancy and divine energies that are outside of the church for for a lot like hundreds of thousands of people um i was she was never my cup of tea i've always been very like that's been my thing i i had her fairies deck one of her very first ones and i gave that to my sister many many moons ago when i was still in australia but i never worked with any of her stuff because i came from like hardcore witchcraft right so that was my entry point but a lot of people she was their entry point so how do you feel about that? Like, what, do you, what are your feelings about that? And now what are your feelings knowing that you have spent a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of energy in her groups and in her training? Where are you landing in this extremely um, volatile kind of like minefield in our community? I think it's, it's been really difficult. When, it, when, it, when the news first broke, it was, I think it was February of 2017. I think, no, it was actually 2016. No, 2017, 2017, February, 2017, she announced her conversion and we didn't know what that meant. Like we knew she always talked about Jesus. So we were kind of okay with that. Like, I was like, okay, she talks about Jesus, Jesus is cool, whatever. And it wasn't until things started kind of evolving because when she first converted, it was, oh, you know, this is fine and you know, this might be fine. Really do what you wanna do. I'm not here to judge. And she very quickly went from a place of not judgment to like right there to a place of judgment. And it was very difficult for me because she was a figure for me that was like a mom because my mom is not, I love my mom, but she's not supportive of me. And, um, in my business or being gay or anything like that. So it was kind of like having someone who was like, like a mother figure, very maternal. And so it went from kind of zero to a hundred really fast for me. And I had to, it felt like in a matter of like weeks, <laughs> get down and dirty about what I believe. And, you know, realize that she's a person and what she, what she taught is still real. Like I have had tangible experiences that you cannot tell me are not real because of what she's taught and because of the door she opened to help people. Um, it still is a very um, 
that it still kind of aggravates me when people like kind of talk shit about her <laughs> because I'm like she if it wasn't for her like I wouldn't be where I am so I wish that more people even if if they weren't she wasn't their cup of tea would be respectful of what she did for people and and not necessarily just bash her you know 110 percent because I mean I have videos on YouTube that you know I I I, I kind of go off about some stupid stuff that she has said and how she's kind of done a 180 but I honor what she what she did for me and the the courses that I took I spent a lot of money like a lot and you know they're still valid and I did the work like I did the work so I don't I don't think the courses are invalid I still have every single card deck she ever made every single one of them um even the the cringeworthy <laughs> Jesus deck and you know, it's just I honor what she did and I honor the kind of the, the, what she was for other people and I've let her go and I just wish other people would kind of just do the same. Just she's not, she, she doesn't care. Let her, you know what I mean? Let her, let her be <laughs> over there. It's interesting when anyone triggers anyone in a community, what happens? And there is, was definitely a lot of triggering. And for you, not only was this triggering from a mentorship place, it must have brought up a lot of the motherhood wounds that you had too, because it's like now this person that you thought you found safe haven with has kind of joined the same kind of um, banner waving that some of the stuff that you've heard from your own maternal mother. Um, and I absolutely want to, A, first of all, give you a big like internet hug and say that I feel like what you're doing is a real and what you have done and been able to sit in the space and it feels authentic, like you can feel it. Um, it's so beautiful because I think it was, I can't remember, I think it was Nico said on YouTube when everything first broke, it's really interesting to see how people react when their gurus or when some of their, their leaders or whatever public figures shift. And when they move, it's like, this has to be about your work. This has to be about your connection with the deck or the cards or the angels or the work, your work, not them, not what they are doing. But then also, I, I mean, like totally get it, but I also understand from a perspective of this consumer side of, I have definitely had to move on decks and, and this is not drawing virtues to someone else who will not be named, um, where they have said some things extremely uh, racist and very politically charging on pl public platforms. And I've looked at that, the decks and gone, no, nah, I can't anymore. Like I'm not just, I'm, I can't support this person if they're going to bash <laughs> everyone that I love. But that was just getting, that was just like removing a set of deaths out of my life. Um, that's a very easy thing to do when I haven't done much work with that person one-on-one. -on -one. And it's also when you, as you know, like when you get a deck and then, then the creator says something, it can shift your perspective. So I think the big thing here and what you're saying, what I'm trying to say too, is however your feeling is right for you, whatever you're going through, however you want to process it is fine, but allow other people to process it in their way too. Like don't expect everyone's going to do the same thing as you and feel the same way and just respect everybody's path, including Doreen's path from going, you know, now she's a student and she's learning something new and she's doing whatever she feels is right. And we've got to let, like you said, the community, I feel like she's got to let her, let her go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, right. So this really leads us to what we're here to talk about, which is being 
having an authentic connection with angels and tell me a little bit about what you feel how this is now getting us to face some of that like relationship we have with the angelic realms i think that when when doreen was was preaching about angels and talking about angels and she she i think one of the reasons people were so turned off by her is because of the way she spoke about angels being very like airy fairy and like everything is fine just you have to be love and light all the time and i think that while that was right for her i think there was a disconnect with a lot of people because some most people are not love and light all the time <laughs> like it's just it's impossible and i think for me when i started working with angels, I thought that I had to be loving light all the time. You, you've known me for a long time. You know, I curse a lot. <laughs> me too. <laughs> like, I just don't think about it. It's just something that I do. Like, it's just part of who I am. And I felt like I had to be someone different when I was on social media or talking about my business than who I really was. And it, it wasn't being inauthentic. It was just being who I thought I had to be for the angels to like actually listen to me. And I feel like now that Doreen has left, there is finally some breathing room for people to experiment with angels and to be authentic and, you know, not have to speak like the King James Bible to get an angel to help you. And that's what what authentic connection is. It's asking for help in a way that is for you. Like some people, they want to say, please help me. Some people are like, what the fuck is this? And then the, like the, the, and the what, what it, both of those things are the same thing. It's asking for help in the same way. And the angels would much rather you be who you really are than try to appease them because they don't care. They know who, who the real you is anyway. <laughs> I love that. And what an interesting concept of taking away a, a very public figurehead in a way to then now it's a little bit more of a level playing field and you, and that's true. Like people, and that that's just the way that humanity is. We flock to um, people who have authority and she did have a lot of authority, but now it's like, Oh, the authority now comes back to, to you, the individual. So I have a really interesting question because I have my own experience with angels. Yes. As a witch, I have had very, very clear experiences with angels what how do you know when it's an angelic energy versus another dif- a different guide or a different um positive entity that is coming into play i think it all really comes down to what you're doing and the intention behind what you're doing so if i set the intention to work with a specific angel then i'm going to know that that angel is going to come forward but I think it also goes, if you're really working on those psychic muscles and flexing the, that third eye and flexing, you know, that crown chakra, you're going to be able to distinguish if a guide comes in. Because to me, angels feel lighter. Angels feel very peaceful. And their energy is kind of, I guess what I'm trying to say is a guide is more dense to me. Like a guide is, it's not in a bad way. It's just a guide is more like, okay, you're right here. And I know you're right here. Angels kind of take up the whole room <laughs> to me. 
And I think it, it, the more that you are working with your angels in whatever way is authentic to you, the more you're going to be able to know their presence. But the one angel that you will always know beyond a shadow of a doubt is Archangel Michael. You will feel like changes in the air pressure, like you will feel his presence in a room. And that's oftentimes the one that I recommend people start working with first, because if you can feel that, <laughs> then you'll be able to feel everything else. But I think it just goes to intention, to what, it, to what you're doing and who you're bringing in. He's my favorite. I do have to say that Mikael um, is my, my absolute favorite. I work with that archangel a lot, uh, a lot. Um, so I agree, like when you start feeling about, um, when you're talking about energy density, big energies like that, angelic energies, especially the archangels definitely take up the room. Like it's like, there is no mistaking. It's like a, it's, um, it's like when you know, when you're working with a, uh, a goddess or a God, these are not small energies. They are huge energies. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I love about working with cardamancy, so working with tarot decks and, and oracle decks and any form of divination is it speaks in a symbolic language that allows you to make connections with your psychic muscles so that when you see a certain symbol or you feel a certain symbol and then it starts coming more in the energetic realms, you're like, oh, right, right, right. That's what that is. So how do you, what are you, some of your favorite ways of working authentically with angels? So um, my, I don't want to say my favorite archangel, but she's my favorite. Uh, is Archangel Hanael, and she is the angel of psychic insights, clairvoyance. Um, she is also the angel of moon cycles and women's health issues. And she is the first angel that I started working with. And I will never forget when I was doing my very first card reading, I think for, well, actually, no, my boyfriend was actually there. And um, we were sitting there and I was just kind of letting her guide me because I didn't know what I was really like I knew what I was doing but you know sometimes you just like you know fuck it let's see if it works and I just remember her giving me very specific instructions about using the energy her the color of her energy and just working with that and letting it just like be inside of like my spirit and just radiating outwards and it's a technique that I still use to this day with every single reading that I do and to me that was my authentic way of working with her because it was kind of like a like a merger like she was working through me and i was allowing guidance to come through her uh, from her through me and then there are certain other angels like archangel michael um where the way i work with him is a little bit different because his energy is so big <laughs> and because he is so in demand even though they can help us all you know at the same time i i tend to be a little bit more you know, kind of, I guess I'm proper with Archangel Michael just because I respect him so much. But I think for me, it's just, I've learned to just say, help me. And to me, that's the most authentic thing in the world is just saying, help me. Like, I need help with this instead of going off on my own and making a mess. And I think that that's where people need to get to with angels is realizing that just help me is the easiest way to connect with angels because they're waiting for you to ask. They're like right there, like person ready. 
That's a really interesting thing too. Energetically, even if you take, if angels aren't your, your, your jam, your peanut butter, whatever, even sitting in a space of saying, help me, I'm open for assistance is a beautiful act of trust and surrender because we are often like, I'm like doing my thing and I'm, I'm going, I'm pushing forward. I'm in control. I'm in the driver's seat and like, I'm a control freak. So I'm definitely a lot of, of that. But then even just going like, okay, I've reached my threshold. I actually now need help from seen and unseen forces that are positive and in my best interests and want to help me is really just saying like, first of all, I trust the universe. I trust my guides. I trust my angels. I trust my ancestors. I trust my magic and also going, I realize there is a better way of doing this and maybe I don't know everything. (laughs) Just maybe. (laughs) No, exactly. That's, that's exactly it. And it's it, like you say, it really is a beautiful thing to just sit there and just say, okay, guys, it's time to, time for you to step in. I, I need some help. Yeah. Because it, it's almost like, I always think of it like this too, with your guides. And this is also what's really great about getting a reading. There are, there are many, many paths to your destination. And anytime you try to step in and, or reflect, step back, get good guidance, get a reading, ask for help. You're basically saying, is there an easier or better way of doing this? It's like working smarter versus working harder. You're probably still going to get to the same destination booth, but an easier way is in front of you. If you only a ask for it and b look for it and then act on it. Um, so on that thread, what are some of the ways that you have felt and that people may feel um, in their body, angelic presences wanting to connect with them? I think for me, when I was, and things that everybody can look up, which is what I tell people um, when they're wanting to like develop their psychic ability. So I think that plays a really big part in like putting your antennas up because, you know, if the radio is off, you're not going to get anything. And I think being on the lookout for little things that are important to you. Like for me, my spirit animal is a peacock. The one time, because I, I remember um, Gabby Bernstein was talking about asking for a sign and she told a really long story about how she asked for a sign and how she didn't see it, didn't see it, didn't see it, and then all of a sudden it was everywhere. And for me, I was like, okay, I've never asked for a sign, so I'm gonna ask the angels and the universe for a sign. And I was like, okay, I wanna see a peacock. And that next day, they were everywhere. They were on my Instagram. They were on TV. They were on everything that you could possibly imagine. T-shirts. People had, someone had a, um, a peacock tattoo. Oh, wow. Like, what is this? And that's my sign that I'm on the right path. So one, a feeling that's not in your body, but just that you can do is ask your angels for a specific sign. And when you see that, that's also clairvoyance. Even though you're seeing it with your physical eyes, that's clairvoyance. And the more you see that and recognize that, the more that you're going to see little, um, you can start seeing energy around people. You can start seeing the, the colors of the angels in your, like, in your, the, like the peripherals. And I think in my body, when I know that angels are near is I kind of get a little lightheaded and I kind of just feel, sorry about the car, which is really, really loud. Um, I'm sort of feeling very, very light and very grounded at the same time. Like, I just felt like I was taken care of. And a lot of times I feel warmth 
um, in my hands because I'm normally a very like hot person anyway, but it's something different. It's an energy and it's like a tingling sensation. So if you're ever in a situation where you don't know like what's going on or what to do, take a moment, take a few deep breaths and pay attention to like the energy around you. Cause I guarantee you, you're going to feel one of those, one of those feelings. And that's what you know an angel's new you because you're going to feel grounded and flying like a million miles in the air at the same time. I love, love, love that. That is something that I do quite a bit is I call them like signposts that you're like on the, you know, when you're on a trek and you're like hiking, you see a little arrow, those little check-ins, whether it's a song lyric or, or whatever it may be. It's like, yeah, we, we, we got you. We're on the same, the same line as you. Um, so I adore that. So my next question is, what are some of the suggestions you would have with people who want to work more with their angels? You said ask for help and you said like definitely looking for a sign, but what else is out there for people? Everything. There are books. Um, and to be completely honest, Doreen Virtue's books are still A1 in connecting with angels, like A1. Um, learn about Until you write your own book, that is. Well, that might be coming a little bit. <laughs> yeah. a, little bit, a little bit sooner than people might think but um but yeah so my book's gonna be like amazing but um for right now for the time being um during virtues books are very um are very good for figuring out what angel you want to connect with because each angel does different things so if you are or they all they can all help with the same thing but they have different specialties so if you are looking to manifest abundance then you're going to want an archangel ariel and if you're looking for protection, if you're looking for conflict resolution, you're going to want Michael or Rog you out. Like there are so many things that they can help you with. You have to know, A, what you want help with, because um, that's the biggest thing. If you don't know what you want help with, then you're kind of shooting off in all directions. But finding what you want help with, and not if you, even if you don't have access to Dorian Virtues books, just going online and you know typing in angels that help with blah. And you're going to find those angels that want to work with you. And you'll find a host of information um, about that particular angel. I think that's one of the biggest things. And then I also think that just, um, and this is something that I actually, I, I tried doing, and then I haven't really tried doing it. It was really cool, is to, um, there's a rainbow visualization. So if you see a rainbow, and you just kind of sit there and you stare at the rainbow in your mind, and you pay attention to what color is getting bigger and brighter, then you look and see angels with this color and that's the angel that wants to work with you too. That's kind of the key right there. Oh, that's really lovely. I love that. <laughs> so one of the things that, so I got introduced to angels while working with my first um, formal tarot teacher and psychic development mentor. Um, she did a, I did every course I could on her stuff the lady is still slinging cards in Australia. And then when I did my, I spent three years getting my Orosoma um, certification. And in the Orosoma um, practice, every bottle has an energy and they are connected to tarot, although it, ha it is changing and this is why you can't get this anymore. Um, they have, I don't know what is going on there. I'm every, the thing that with Orosoma is every year you have to pay money to get um, kind of like re 
certified with them. And I was like, honey, I've spent like $20,000 getting certified with you. I'm not giving you money every year. So, but they changed when Vicky Wall passed away, who was a creator of uh, Morris Summer, it all changed. So, um, but getting back on track, they all have angels. So um, every bottle has an angel. Um, and this was how I really started to work with them in a really deep way. I wanted to show you Haniel because you were like talking about, but um, this is how I really, I mean, I went to church. I'm going to show you Haniel because I really wanted to, I was like, Oh, um, this is, um, so she's actually iridescent. The, the color is magenta and this like beautiful pearlized blue. Um, but I, I went to church when I was very, very young. So I was very familiar with the idea of angels. Um, but this was how I actually started to properly like work with them was through Gail and then through um, the Orosoma. So uh, yes, you can be a witch and work with the angels and not something that is exclusive to anybody. Um, and I think that's what's beautiful about them. So Yes. Uh, yeah. So tell us a little bit about, so we've got a couple of things that I, I absolutely want you to share. So first of all, you have got a deck, Angels and F-Bombs Oracle. How did this come about? And P.S. love this idea. So it was actually after the uh, Doreen Gate, I guess we can call it. And so it was, it wasn't until probably... It was way after because it was probably about six months ago. Um, I had had the, the urge to create something. I knew that I was doing something, that I had to do something. And I knew that with her kind of, you know, my biggest thing was with her leaving, you know, there, like you said, there's kind of a, a little bit of a, of a gap. And I was like, I want to share how I connect with angels. And so I remember, um, I was like, what can I do? And I remember designing the card back, which I'm going to show you. So um, this, I remember saying, I know what I want it to look like. And this was it. And I remember just asking angels. And Archangel Michael was the first angel that came through. <laughs> uh, of course. Very first one. And like, he was just like bursting through the door. And I was like, I want to make this deck because I want people to know that they can ask for help in whatever way feels right for them. And... I was like, I need help with this. And so Archangel Michael was the very first angel that came through, like I said, and he, in his prayer, made me freaking die. It was so funny. I gotta find it. I should have had it out already. There it is. Um, so basically what it looks like, um, this is, there's a heart side, which is kind of the sweet side, and then there's an F-bomb side. So whichever side you feel, you know, drawn to that in that moment um, is the side that you can use or you can use both. Um, so the prayer for Archangel Michael is, Archangel Michael, please shield me in your protective purple light and keep me safe. And the F-bomb side is, Archangel Michael, get rid of other people's bullshit as well as my own and keep it away from me. <laughs> I can tell like working with that deck, I'll be like the bullshit side every single time. <laughs> And, and that's exactly why I wanted to make this because it was one of those things where, and this is, it's been something that's been kind of on my heart making this is we're humans and we experience a range of emotions every single day. And to me, there are some times where as much as I love the love and light and the fluffy decks, 
I don't need that. There are times when I need a deck that's going to give it to me exactly how it is and help me say how it is and not be ashamed to do that. And I think more people need permission to be able to do that because people are not asking for help because they don't feel like they're going to get it because they, they do this or they do that or they smoke or they drink or whatever. And I'm like, that doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And so this deck is kind of my way of, I actually had someone tell me that it gave them permission to ask their angels for help. And I had um, one person, the first post that I made, I think it with this deck, they were like, I was really feeling like the F-bomb side of this card yesterday, but now I'm feeling like the heart side. And I was like, that's why I'm doing this. Because there are so many times where if you're feeling like shit, you don't need to draw a card with a fairy telling you to be creative. Like you need something that's gonna say, look, if you're feeling like shit, tell your angels you feel like shit. <laughs> because they already know. Don't try to hide it from them. And that's what, that's what the love behind this deck is. I finished 45 cards in like two days. <laughs> and I, I was like, I would, there was so much power behind this. And like, I just know that that's, you know what I mean? That that's, it's just my baby. And that's I hope I that you're, sorry. Go ahead. No, please go ahead. <laughs> I'm just like sitting here like going, ah, first of all, I feel like that I, I want to read your book whenever, whenever it's done. And if it's not called angels and F-bombs, I'm going to kill you. Cause I think that is just amazing. Um, I want that deck. The other thing that is amazing too is like, say I'm all about telling people to fuck off with love. Like sometimes the thing is too, it can be both of those things. It can be respectfully asking for love, but saying like, I'm fucking hurting. Like I am sore. I am wounded. I'm tired. Like, you know, there is nothing wrong with that. And you could also like, I, I mean, you've got yours. You could also turn it, like have a little ritual during the day where when you feel like the bomb has gone off and you can now be in love, you go back to your altar and you turn it upright. And now you're like, oh, my heart is, it's unblocked. It's removed. The obstacle has gone. I can now sit in this more loving space. I am obsessed, Andrew. And you know, the, my money magic manifestation cards came like that too. It was like that. And the bad bitches tarot came like, it was just like, and my muses came like, boom. So you know you were onto a winner, winner, chicken dinner when it happens that quickly. So congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it was a labor of love. I, I, every time I look at it, I can't believe it. <laughs> Yay! I'm so excited for you. And I, yeah, absolutely want to get my grubby little hands all over that so I can work with the angels more and uh, work with it with my Orosoma stuff as well. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, it'd be great. And tell us a little bit about this free resource you have created about this. Everyone loves a good cheat sheet. So tell us a little bit about it. So it is basically going to be, um, you're going to see uh, my, my logo on the little um, hearts and F-bombs. And it's going to be a cheat sheet for the angels. So if you need help with abundance, you're going to have the angel, what you need help with, and um, the crystal for that angel. And it's going to be very quick, very quick and dirty. Like you can pull it out, you can make it a PDF, put it on your phone, call it good, and just say, what do I need help with? Oh, okay, um, Archangel Michael, oh, Amethyst, Protection, Obsidian, got it. And it's going to be something that I wish I would have had <laughs> when I started instead of like having to scan books forever. <laughs> But yeah, it's going to be the angel, the, what, they, what you need help with or what that angel can help you with. And then the crystal that you can bring in to kind of make it all work together. And it's, it's just that simple. And because working with angels is that simple. <laughs> That's all it is. 
I love it. And I love cheat sheets and, and resources that are like, I wish I had this when I started out because you're absolutely right. Like having to thumb through like massive books and I love me, my books um, can be very difficult when you just need something very quick, quickly. Yeah. So thank you so much for creating that with everyone. And all of the links for this, the angels and F-bombs Oracle, the cheat sheet will be in the description. If you're watching this on the YouTubes and if you're listening to this podcast on my blog or over on iTunes, it'll be over at ethany.com in the podcast section. And um, Andrew, the other thing is tell us a little bit about the work you're doing now and how people can, if they love you and why wouldn't they, um, <laughs> how they can work with you and what kind of offerings you are providing our community at the moment. Yeah, so um, right now um, I'm still reading tarot. I haven't, uh, I haven't, uh, that's just taken up a lot of my time. But I'm, I'm still reading tarot. I'm at Oracle Cards. I have um, an Inner Temple uh, workshop coming up um, that you can actually um, snag a, uh, if you get the Inner Temple reading on my website, which is a beautiful reading that came to me um, on the train of all places, um, you can, um, you get a ticket to the workshop. But I really, um, if you, if you want to hang out with me um, on Instagram, I'm Tara with Andrew. Um, my website is tarotangel444.com. Um, I am pretty much everywhere. I'm on Instagram every single day. So that's your best bet to, uh, to, to get me. Thank you so much. I love that not only are you open to talking about some of the difficult things that have been going on for many of us in the community. Um, I've had to hold space for a lot of people um, because I, as I mentioned before, I wasn't, I never took any of her courses, but I, I've been holding space for quite a few people um, and being really authentic and not shying away from it and making it accessible. I'm obsessed with your deck. I think it's going to be such a great way for people to, um, to feel represented because I think that's what you, you hit the nail on the head with. It's because I don't look like this or because I don't act like that or because I swear or whatever, or smoke or drink or whatever. Um, I, you know, maybe they feel like they don't deserve help. And I feel like some of that is very old school religious conditioning, but that is another conversation. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, thank you so much. Uh, I have always loved your work. I've always thought you have been, incredibly authentic with your angelic connections and what you do. Um, is there anything else that we can, anything else with the uh, parting gifts, parting words of advice for anyone about uh, working with the angelic realms? I think just the biggest thing is, is like I said, asking for help, knowing that you're worthy of help no matter what, and knowing that your angels want to help you they do like you're not inconveniencing them you're not they're not having to leave someone else to go to you they want to help you so no matter what's going on in your life right now if you're watching this or listening to this know that your angels are already there waiting for you to ask and that's all you have to do and then you can let them take it from there you don't have to do everything yourself Absolutely. I love that. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for joining us today. And you can find all the links, as I mentioned before, in the description. And thank you to everyone who is watching and listening for yet this, this episode. And we'll see you next time. Head to www.tarareadersacademy.com 
to check out the training on offer with our faculty of tarot experts. That's www.tarotreadersacademy.com. You can also find out how to work with Ethany by heading to www.ethany.com. Thank you for joining us.